Hi folks, FPL General here. Welcome to another episode of my 59th Minute FPL Podcast. Recording on Monday, December 2nd. Feels strange recording on a Monday. Usually releases on a Tuesday, but with the midweek round of fixtures, I wanted to get two podcasts out this week, so probably going to keep them a little bit shorter than usual. So get one out today and hopefully on Thursday or Friday, get another one out as well ahead of game week 16. So game week 15 midweek, Tuesday deadline, 6.30 UK time. Don't miss it. Don't be that guy or girl in your mini league who, who misses the deadline midweek. No 59th minute substitutions in game week 14. So no shout outs this week. I do want to give a shout out to the guys who turned up to, to meet me in Glasgow yesterday. Though We had a great day out. Uh, watching watching Arsenal game and the Leicester game, so I, I really didn't know how many people were going to turn up. I think in, in the end there was about ten of us, so I was sitting there for a wee while by myself, thinking, right, maybe it's just going to be me today watching these games. But shout out to all the lads who, who who turned up. We had a great day out, and looking forward to doing it again in in the new year. So uh, and looking forward to the London meetup on Friday the thirteenth now as well. So shout out to those lads. Hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. How was game week 14 for me? Uh, a quick review, it was average, uh, 50 points in the end, uh, a small red arrow from 231k down to 244k, so I mean if you're going to get a red arrow, you, you want it to be a small one, so I'm not too not too bothered by that, hoping for a big couple of weeks now with these game weeks come thick and fast. Vardy captain, third week in a row. Vardy always delivers. Disappointing that he didn't get any bonus points, but I was glad I went for him over Manny because those were the two I was kind of trying to decide between in the run-up to the to the deadline. So glad I went for uh, Vardy in that case. The only real positives were uh, Trent, Kevin De Bruyne, Vardy and Jimenez. They were actually the only four players who scored me more than two points. Uh, blanks from Pope, Robertson, Lundstrom, Tamori, Mane, of course. When I, I brought I brought Mane in for Sterling, uh, so obviously, in hindsight, wasn't the right move. But Mane, you know, watching the highlights, Mane should have had plenty plenty of points at the weekend. So, hopefully, over the next two or three weeks, Mane can outscore Sterling and, and justify that transfer. Nothing from Mason Mount or Tielemans either. So. Overall, just the 50 points. Again, not too much damage done. Small red arrow. Hopefully one step backwards before two steps forwards over the next couple of game weeks. Watch list update. It's a pretty boring watch list update this week. All the players I've added are uh, cheap defenders. Uh, so first one is Martin Kelly, 4.1 million Crystal Palace. He's come into the team now because Joel Ward is going to be out for a couple of weeks. So that's good news for FPL. Anyone who has Martin Kelly or anybody who is looking for, you know, maybe to downgrade in defence to free up cash, Martin Kelly, I think, is the best guy to go for now. Uh, You know, Brandon Williams has been getting starts for Manchester United, but looking at the fixtures, and there's always a chance that Luke Shaw will come back in for some games, if not if not all of them. So I think if you're looking for a, a, a really cheap defender, you go Martin Kelly at Crystal Palace because great fixtures uh, and he's going to play. The next defender I've added this week is Lewis Dunk. 4.6 million Brighton. It's it's very odd. He's he's taking free kicks, taking direct free kicks this season. It's very odd to see a centre back step up and take free kicks. Very good goal he scored against Liverpool. Frustrating one for us who have double Liverpool defence. So thanks for that, Adrian. 
so yeah, good finish from Dunk from the free kick. He also had two other very good chances in the game. He glanced a header wide from a corner. And he also had a very good chance that came across the box and, and he put it wide. So Lewis Dunk is looking like a really good asset this season in, in FPL. Now fixtures are a little bit mixed over the next couple of weeks. But again, you know, if, if, if you if you can maybe rotate him with someone, um, you know, play him in the good home fixtures, uh, I think Lewis Dunk is a very good option this year. Matt Target, Aston Villa, 4.4 million, back-to-back seven-pointers. So he's picked up bonus points in the last two games. To catch my attention, it, it's it's looking like my target is a better option than than Gilbert at right back now at Aston Villa. So again, fixtures here are not great short term for Southampton, but from game week eighteen onwards, that's when I'm kind of eyeing up Aston Villa. You know, uh, Jack Grealish, I'm going to talk about shortly when it comes to questions. These guys, my target as well. I think at four point four million, really good price for anyone who's maybe starting to think about improving their bench. With maybe game week blank game week eighteen in mind, you know Matt Target is looking like a really good option there. Jetro Williams, Newcastle, four point six million. This guy was on my watch list a couple of weeks ago. I removed him, but I've put him back on now after another very impressive performance against Manchester City. He's got a great goal to follow his great goal that he scored against Liverpool earlier in the season. So he's he's scoring against the big boys, and it's you know most of most of Newcastle's goals this season are coming from their defenders. I think it was. 8 and 12 had come from defenders before Shelby scored that uh, goal against against City so I do I do like the Newcastle defenders uh, and I think Willems is probably the pick of the bunch the next four fixtures are pretty good for for Newcastle as well so we could see more points from from this guy Willems the good thing the good news here as well is Matt Ritchie has had it's obviously not good news for Matt Ritchie hopefully he uh, he does have a speedy recovery but it's good news for Willems because Richie has had a second operation so he's more than likely not going to be back until January at least so Willems's place at left back looks pretty secure over the over the festive period so again another really good option there so yeah not too many exciting options added to the watch list this week most of the guys you know the big guns who've performed well are all you know already on my watch list the likes of Son and Ali eh, and all these players uh, just a couple that I removed this week following Game Week 14. Lucas Mora, because he didn't start. I don't like that. I don't want to be bringing in players who are, you know, I don't want to be worrying whether my players are going to start or not. So that puts me off Lucas Mora now. I think Son and Ali are the best midfield options uh, at Spurs to go for. I've removed Iose Perez as well. He came off very early in that Leicester game. I think it was after 61 or 62 minutes so he was he was one of the closest players to getting a, a shout out this week so again i just i like my players to play 90 minutes if at all possible perez has been getting taken off early all season so i'm not interested in perez anymore i've got telemans and vardy anyway so i'm not looking for the attack and triple up and the final player that i removed is dan james manchester united Three ba- three blanks in the last four game weeks, and you know a couple of tough fixtures coming up for United as well. So I'm just not interested in Dan James whatsoever at the moment. So he's gone from the watch list. Going to fire through four or five questions from Twitter. Thanks to everybody who sent them in. First one came from FPL Animated. Uh, FPL Animated asks what to do with Tammy Abraham. So I held on to Abraham. I just benched him for game week fourteen because I didn't really fancy, you know, using a transfer on it. I was kind of hopeful that he would come back for this Aston Villa game midweek, uh, and I've got my fingers crossed that he will. So Lampard said, I don't know if it was last night or this morning. There was some quotes that they said 
Basie Lampard just said, we'll know more today and tomorrow. Uh, that, that Tammy just needs to get out and get moving on, on the training pitches over the next day or two. So I think that's positive signs. If they're going to get him out on the pitches, uh, hopefully there's no reaction to, to that injury and hopefully he can he can uh, start that game at the weekend. I think Lampard will be desperate to get him back in the starting eleven, given the defeat to West Ham at the weekend. I didn't see the game, but by all means Giroud wasn't great. So I think there's a good chance Abraham will come back in, You know, even if he's 80 or 90% fit for that one. So hopefully... Keeping him will be justified and he can start and do well, hopefully, for, for us who kept him, uh, just to punish those who sold him. Not that selling him was a, was a bad move. That's just me being selfish, wanting Abraham points all to myself. It's nice to see his ownership drop quite a bit because if he does come back against Villa, you know it's going to be all the better if he, if he can perform there. But, I mean, well done to the people who went for the likes of Danny Ings and that uh, did well at the weekend. Question from Arnesh Mishra. Uh, very simple question: Son or Ali? I think this is a this is going to be a very common question today and tomorrow. People are going to be weighing up which one to get. Maybe not even this week because it's it's Man United for Spurs midweek. So I think a lot of people will probably maybe hold off on that one until after that game. Uh, Son is now nine point eight million, whereas Ali is eight point five. Son, just looking at it today, Son has attacking returns in all of his last five games. He's been really really consistent. Son. Um, but Deli Ali, I just really like what I see from him. Uh, a brace at the weekend. He just seems to be really flourishing under Jose Mourinho. Uh, so I think I do prefer Ali now for that cash saving. So what, what are you saving? You're saving about 1.3 million. That can go a long way. Uh, and I, I think I think Ali Ali can match Son, I think, you know, between now and end of the season. I think he can keep pace with him. Uh, Son is probably an easier player to captain. So it's you know if if you're going down that route and you wanna you wanna use the Spurs guys as captains you know you might have more faith in Son but I mean if Ali keeps doing what he's doing if he keeps you know playing in the position he's playing in you know he's showing all the signs that you know there could come a point in the season where we can trust him with the armband as well so I think I you know following the weekend I'm I think I'm leaning towards Ali camp now uh, when it comes to getting a Spurs player I don't have any Spurs assets at the minute it's pretty tricky for me to get there because of their prices. I am, you know, they they are high on my wanted list, the likes of Ali, uh, maybe Aurier as well at the back. So, but I might have to, I might have to be patient there. I might just have to wait maybe until my wild card around game week twenty. I'm not sure if I'll be able to get get them in before then. So, but we'll see how the next few weeks go in that regard. Question from FPL Boxer. Uh, another very simple question here. Mount to Zaha? Question mark? Question mark? Another very common move this week, I think, is going to be Mount to Zaha. Spoiler alert before we get to the transfer section of the podcast. I've made an early move. Uh, it was actually my first uh, first drunk transfer of the season. But thankfully, I think it's a pretty good transfer considering, you know, being out all day with those lads. Uh, I made the transfer last night at about at about midnight when I, when I came back. Uh, so I got rid of Mount. I've got two free transfers, so I've just used one of them. I've got rid of Mount for Zaha. So, you know, I talked Zaha up last week on, on the podcast. I, I decided to keep Mount because I thought he would start against West Ham and it was obviously a very good fixture. But, you know, obviously that one didn't pay off. Zaha goes and gets a goal to wipe out my Nick Pope clean sheet. So that was frustrating. You know, it would have been a nice move to have made last week. But again, I, th- I still think it was the right it was the right move to, ki- to keep Mason Mount given that West Ham fixture. So I'm not going to waste any more time. I've, I've made the move. I had 0.0 in the bank. Um, Mount was dropping Sunday night so I made the move early because if I waited t- until today I wouldn't have been able to do it um, 
because you know making it early it allows me to bank my second transfer now which is most likely what I'm going to do um, so, so Zaha is in he's got Bournemouth midweek uh, and I just really like the guy uh, I like him because of his fixtures you know he's starting to hit a bit of form maybe he'll want to you know, put himself in the shop window now as well with the January transfer window coming up. So maybe maybe we'll see a you know a big explosion from him over the next couple of weeks. So that's what I'm hoping for anyway with those fixtures. And I you know I mentioned it last week's episode as well. I just like him because at this time of year you want players who are nailed on, who are not going to be rested. And I think Zaha is as good as anyone in that regard. You know, Mason Mount. You know, the Chelsea midfield is it's probably going to be a bit of a nightmare for the next few weeks in terms of rotation. You know, Pulisic, Pulisic owners are probably a little bit worried now about a midweek rest. So I'm happy enough to jump off Mount uh, and, and jump onto Zaha just for that reliability of starts, you know, more than anything else. So yeah, hopefully hopefully he can keep up his form now uh, and, and outscore Mount over the over the next couple of weeks. Question from Rock Turboman. Is it time to jump off Pope? Fixtures are looking meh for a while and and uh, Rock Turboman says he can wildcard him back in in game week 18 or 19 again if necessary. So a lot of people are you know going to take this opportunity to move away from Nick Pope. I think it's a, it's a good time to do so because there's a little bit of a fixture swing here for Burnley. So he's got Man City next at home and then he's got Spurs away. So it's two pretty nasty fixtures. You know you're not expecting clean sheets from Bournemouth uh, sorry from Burnley in either of those two. Newcastle at home then, so there's probably one good fixture in the next five for Pope, which is that Newcastle at home game, because then it's Bournemouth away and Everton away, and I would probably fancy both of those teams to score against Burnley. You know, Burnley haven't been great this season defensively, conceding a lot of goal. You know, a lot of games they've conceded two or three goals. You know, conceded another three at the weekend. Um, so I'm not overly keen on Nick Pope anymore. You know, I've I've, I've called him a season keeper. He may, you know, he could still end up in my team for the season because the problem I have now is I've got one more free transfer, but I don't have any cash in the bank, so I can't do Pope to Henderson. Henderson is the goalkeeper I would want this week. Looking at the Sheffield United fixtures, you know, right up until I wildcard, it would be ideal for me to go from Pope to Henderson this week, but I can't do it because I'm zero point one million short. So I think I'm just going to end up having to keep Pope, um, and it doesn't bother me too much because. I don't like wasting transfers on the goalkeeper position anyway. And, you know, quite often we do see these cheaper goalkeepers, you know, putting up big scores and tougher fixtures. So hopefully in that Man City Spurs game, you know, Pope can rack up a lot of saves, hopefully maybe a bonus point or two. And, you know, those games, he's probably more likely to, to be facing penalties as, as he would be in other, other fixtures. So there's always the chance of penalty saves there as well in, in those bigger games. So, yeah, I think I'm going to keep Pope, but... If I had another 0.1 million, I would be selling them this week with that second free transfer. And I would be moving to, to Henderson, just purely based on fixtures. Uh, and Sheffield United have been, have been excellent this season. So yeah, I think it's uh, it's one of those ones. It's fine to keep him, I think. But also, I think it's it's I think if you're going to get rid of Pope, I think this week is the week to do it with that Man City game. Question from Alex. What are my thoughts on Jack Grealish as an option? So I mentioned Grealish last week. He was excellent against Newcastle. And watching highlights from Sunday's game against United, he was excellent again. He's just so heavily involved in the attack and play these days, you know, taking all the corners as well. And he's just he's just a class player, simple as. And, and he's a player I would love to own. Now, I've kind of been eyeing up game week 18 for Jack Grealish um, because the next couple of fixtures for Villa are Chelsea away 
Leicester home, Sheffield United away. So on paper, three tough fixtures. But I think Grealish is playing, you know, he's playing that well that I think he could trump the fixtures. And we've seen that against Manchester United. He got himself on the score sheet. There's no, there's no reason why he can't do the same against those next three opponents. So part of me is actually tempted to get him in now rather than waiting until game week 18. Um, if I was to get him in this week, it would be for Tielemans. So I... I've I've had Tielemans a couple of weeks. I think it's, I think it's three blanks and four, and I just don't feel great about Tielemans. Um, but what is you know what's swaying me towards keeping them is fixtures. Um, Leicester have Watford at home midweek. You know you, you you don't get a better fixture than that. They don't even have a manager. Aston Villa away and then Norwich at home. So next three fixtures are really good for for Tielemans. So it would probably make sense for me just to keep Tielemans and play the fixtures for those three. And then that's once those three fixtures are out of the way, that's when Grealish uh, th- that brings us up to game week eighteen when Grealish has some really nice ones against Southampton and then Norwich himself. So I think Telemans to Grealish will be a popular move come game week eighteen. You know, probably for myself and probably for other people as well. So I think I'm gonna keep I think I'm gonna keep Telemans just because of the fixtures and I, I really do value having that extra transfer banked as well with game week eighteen in mind. I would like to ha- you know carry two free transfers into that game week eighteen to possibly lo- you know lose a Liverpool player or two. So that is that's why I'm gonna keep Telemans and I'm just gonna hold off on Grealish and hopefully he can be hopefully he's quiet for the next couple of games and then game week eighteen I, I can get him in then. So my thoughts on Grealish are, I think he's a really, really good option. Even with the fixtures coming up, I wouldn't let them put you off getting them in early. Game week 15 captaincy. I think it's a pretty straightforward one. Vardy plays at home to Watford, who sacked Flores uh, at the weekend. So, you know, Vardy scored in, what, is that six games? Five or six games in a row now where, he, where he's been on the score sheet. So there's no reason for me to take the captaincy off him. He's done well for me for the last three game weeks. He's, he's, he's in the form of his life. He's playing as well as he has done, you know, going back to that title winning season. So that that's where my arm is just going to stay there. Uh, this is not one to overthink. The other options this midweek are Liverpool are at home to Everton. So the likes of Manny and Salah are always captaincy options. But Merseyside Derby, you never know how they're going to go. Um, Everton weren't awful defensively uh, on Sunday either. So maybe they could frustrate Liverpool. So that... that you know, I'm leaning towards Vardy 100% over Manny this week. Um, anyone who owns a Bamiang, you know, well done. Nice haul at the weekend, especially if you captained him. He's got a, a good fixture at home to Brighton as well. So I think if you own him, you're going to be very tempted to, to captain him in that one. Wolves are at home to West Ham. Jimenez is an option. Chelsea home to Aston Villa. Probably not going to captain any of those guys uh, with, you know, doubts over Abraham and, and maybe some potential rotation there. Man City are away to Burnley. Burnley away is a tough fixture for any side, so that puts me, uh, you know, off the likes of you know Sterling and and, and De Bruyne and these guys for captaincy. So I, yeah, I think it's an easy one this week. I think it's Jamie Vardy if you have him. Um, Aubameyang, obviously, if if you've got Aubameyang and Vardy, you've you've probably got a tough decision to make. Um, so yeah, for me, Vardy not not one to overthink this week when it comes to captaincy. Lord Lundstrom, I should probably mention him as well. He's he's at home to Newcastle, so maybe if if anyone is a uh, if anyone's season's down in the gutter and, and your season's already over, um, that's a good fixture for Lundstrom. Lundstrom captaincy, home to Newcastle, clean sheet, maybe a goal, you know, 15, 15 pointer. Hopefully, coming up for Lundstrom this weekend. Don't don't do that if you're if you're doing anyway well though. 
Uh, transfers, I've already kind of mentioned them, so I've, I've got Zaha in already. More than likely going to just, you know, roll my roll my second free transfer into the weekend. Um, I, we're probably not going to get any. I don't know if we're going to get much more news on, on Abraham. I think Lampard does have a press conference on Tuesday, so hopefully you'll be, you'll get, we'll know more then. Um, unless Lampard comes out and says 100% Abraham is not going to play on Wednesday night. Um, you know, I'm not going to make any more moves. If if it was a case of, you know, Lamp- if Lampard gives a big hint that Abraham's not going to be ready, maybe I'll consider selling him. But I don't think so. I th- Surely, if he misses midweek, he'll probably be okay for the weekend. Then, so if if I've kept him this long, I may as well just keep him now. I mean, I've got good, I've got good bench options anyway. If he misses out, I've got Cantwell, who's become, who's he's become a really good option again. You know, back to back goals. So I don't mind playing him against Southampton if I have to. I've got Tomori, you know, home to Aston Villa, good chance of a clean sheet there, and I've got Rico as well. So yeah, I think I'll end up just keeping Tammy whether he plays or not on Wednesday night. I think that's everything covered. Um, a little bit shorter than usual, but I know there's probably only about 24 hours between recording time and deadline to get it listened to. So I wanted to keep it a little bit shorter. I'll do the same at the end of the week, whether it be Thursday podcast or Friday. I'm not sure yet because there's two games on Thursday. So I'll decide later in the week which which day is best to record. Um, if you want to hear more from me, if you want more content from me, patreon.com forward slash FPL general. The start of a new month is always the best time to sign up because effectively you get a free trial for the month of December. The next payment cycle on Patreon is not until December, sorry, not until January 1st. So why not try it during this busy festive period? Sign up, check out the Slack channel, check out the WhatsApp offering. See if you like it for the next two or three weeks. And if you don't, simply just cancel before the end of the month and you don't get charged anything. Um, if you want to support me there, any any, any support there is much appreciated. Um, most important thing this week, folks, is the deadline is Tuesday. Do not miss it. 6.30pm UK time. Um, thanks, as always, for taking the time to listen. Really, really do appreciate every each and every person who sticks in the headphones and, and listens to me ramble on at my at my kitchen table talking about FPL. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time. Good luck in game week 15. Uh, and I will talk to you at the at later in the week with, with another episode. Cheers, folks. <laughs>